Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, a.k.a. Paul Walker, along with Ryan Graham. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. We didn't actually get that at the same time. That was definitely uh, open, open, open. But yeah. So you guys, you guys want to start calling me Paul Walker now? No. No. <laughs> I was at the grocery store and I was getting some steaks from the butcher over the weekend. And he told me, he's like, Hey, can I tell you something? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I see you in here all the time. And anybody ever tell you that you look like Paul Walker? Wait, and he sees you all the time too. I'm in the grocery store. Uh, sometimes multiple times a day. I go to the grocery store a lot. So uh -huh. uh, I'm definitely a frequent shopper, but, and, uh, but he, but he does see you all the time though. Are you, yeah, in this are you there often? He sees it every time. He said he thinks to himself, Paul Walker's not dead. He just grew a beard. Are you a misconnection in uh, creative loafing? <laughs> I have not looked. <laughs> you, Did I call you Paul Walker? <laughs> you do not look like Paul Walker. <laughs> I will, no, my, my, wife, my, my wife took the bait. She was immediately like, you know what? You know, I never thought before, but I can see it. Without the beard, I could see Aww. it. Which is funny is because she hates me without the beard and she liked her some Paul Walker. So I've, I don't care. I don't care if it was just a, 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 a crazy dude. I don't care if it was a crazy dude hitting on me. I don't care what it is. I'm taking that compliment every single day. Well, I mean, the key is to leverage it for some like free meat or like a discount. Well, yeah. So if, he, if, he, if he just is hitting meat. on me, I'm not sure if I want the meat he's offering up. <laughs> no, nah, he wants to lay some meat on you, man. Take it. Exactly what I'm saying. Take it. Exactly. All I, I'm, of, I'm all an open-minded individual. But I do not need any steak tartare. So. Look, man, what I've found <laughs> is that people that want to hit on you um, will do things for you, and you do not have to do anything back that you don't want to, but you can accept <laughs> the gift. They will <laughs> offer you plentiful meat, David. That's right. All right. As long as it's the meat that I like to consume. Girthy that's, meat. That's, that's it. That's it. So. <laughs> oh, I All right. So back to the podcast. This is a Georgia yeah. State podcast, right? Yes. And uh, <laughs> now now hosted by the uh, the Walking Dead, Paul Walker. I did say I posted this in the uh, in our in our group chat. And I, the, the one last joke I had was, um, you know, he, he recognized me fully clothed, but uh, which is impressive because bare chested Paul Walker and I are virtually indistinguishable at all. So true story. All right. Cricket, All right, Tim, crickets. you are so anxious to get back to Georgia State. Uh, what you got for us this week? <laughs> ah, I don't know. <laughs> Is anything actually going on in the world of Georgia uh, State right now? That's funny, David. Season ticket sales. Seat selection. Sales. We want to talk about seat that. Se seat selection. We had a baseball player drafted to the MLB yesterday. I yesterday. Saw that. Sun Sunday. Sunday, I think it was. Yeah. So that's cool. That's fun. Um, yeah. Got a new pitching coach, Kendall Rogers. Is that yeah. somebody? I saw that on Twitter, like, and they were announcing it. Like, that's um important. Is he like he, famous for some reason? Former MLB Tennessee player, MLB something. I don't know. Yeah, he played around. It looks like he played for a few teams. I looked. I, same thing. Is like whenever <laughs> the tweet about it was like Nito or something, or that's neat. Oh and, yeah, I did. And Nito uh, or something. <laughs> As I looked it up, and yeah, look, I I don't know the guy by name, but it looks like he did play in the major leagues for for a bit, a few different teams. So that's cool. That's cool. I was trying to but, I was yeah. trying to keep it going because um you know I think Georgia State athletics called it neat, and then and then uh, 
Which, what's the other account? What's our what's our friend's account name? Uh, Thursday night. No, no, no. Our friend. Sidelines. <laughs> sidelines. Yeah, I think it was sidelines. Okay. Uh, said said like said like that is neat or something. And then I posted a gif that was like neato, neato. or something. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, let's keep going with this neat thing. Maybe he was Mister Neat or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Anyway, yeah, so where's the big about... news? Where's the big news on our our commit for Bryson Harrison? Yeah, another quarterback. We have uh, huge full... news. Now we have we have a stable of them. Wait, what a, happened? A stable of quarterbacks. Just an, another quarterback commit, and this time from the state of Georgia. Is it Covington, what? Georgia? Or am, I, am I getting that wrong? Uh, I don't yeah, know. He's, he's, he's from Georgia. Where's Lassiter? Got, got a quarterback. Oh, that's from Cobb County, right? Yeah, Lassiter's north. All right, yeah. we got one of those people. Got a cobber. Yeah. Got a cobber. <laughs> got a cobber. So that's good. Ugh. Let's see. You said you wanted Yikes. to talk about copper, to cobber. Earthy you wanted to talk cobs. about a seat selection, Tim. That that was the exciting thing that you wanted to uh, lead off this with was seat selection. I don't know. We can. We we're what open topic, aren't we? What, what, Guys, what I don't got, know. Man? I'm feeling I'm feeling left out because I think that I can't justify like a what is it seven hundred and fifty dollar expense because I'm already five hundred dollars in and I got to you got to donate a thousand dollars for the privilege of purchasing a club seat for like two fifty. So Ryan, I have a good plot for you. You don't have to do that. You just have to buy a ticket, and then you can come sit with us. I hope they let well, you maybe. in. Well, maybe we don't know how security will be, but I could. <laughs> they were pretty strict at Sports Arena. I mean, the, the, depending on the security personnel you had, there were some people that were very, very strict about looking at that. T- like every time you go out to get your dollar soda or dollar hot dog and come back, and they wanted to see that uh, ticket again. About the, the season is pretty good, but yeah, I definitely had those people that that were being very, very strict on that at the sports. I'm like, you, you realize there's nobody sitting down here. Like this is an entire empty section. I can go. I should be able to go where I want to. I could. Like, no one's really trying to get into this section. I could just give one of you guys 250 bucks. You could. To I'm, buy I'm me in. A seat. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> that's, I, that's actually the answer. I just, I mean, it just came to me. Like I don't, we don't have to do any of that. I could just buy a club seat through one of you. That that is also. If anybody else wants to give me two hundred fifty dollars, they can also to, to buy me a seat. <laughs> My PayPal is uh, dpb at me dot com. You can go aren't ahead and two, just aren't uh, they two fifty? You're asking a lot of questions. I don't know. They cost a lot. They're expensive. The, oh, how much the seats are? I think yeah. Uh, from what I was paying before, it's like twenty bucks more. I think it went up from one eighty-five to two hundred five. Maybe that's where you're getting it or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, I just meant buy a seat through you guys, not give you that money. Come on. Uh, I just want you to give me the money. No, no, no. You to... buy me a seat. Mm, yeah, we'll your see about that. contribution. I think yeah, David so just like, wants your money. David, yeah. it's yeah. a much better deal for you this way than me just mooching off your seats every game that <laughs> I want to well, go to. So I. But the, well, where my, my where my wheels are spinning is I actually buy two seats. My wife never comes with me, so you give me the money, and you can just sit in the seat that I have next to me that's empty all all the ways. Anyways, yeah, but then you can have three seats and two of them are empty, or I could have Ryan's two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> Look, I don't care how it works. I will buy a seat from you. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So seat selection. They got the email about that. It's going to be late August, early September. Um, and it sounds like anybody that had season tickets before, like Tim and I did, that we'll be able to get in and pick out those seats first round. So that's cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm excited. I can't wait to I just went, go in the arena. 
Well, I wonder if they're going to do the, uh, you know, this is your equivalent seat to the sports arena. Like, this is what we set you up with. Or you can pick a better seat or something like that. That's what um, the Falcons did with the Mercedes-Benz was this is where you would be if you just want to transition from the dome. But I think that's a lot of work. I'm going to go. Yeah, they're not going to think that hard about it. They're going to have seat seat selection. Everybody just picks their own seat and call it. I mean, I already reserved seats in a different section altogether or different side of the court. So maybe not. Um, Yeah. And you know they, they talked about when they whenever there was conversation about having the new convocation center or, or even just you know moving on the sports arena, they were wanted to do that that reseeding thing, where all the people that were buying season tickets that weren't coming, they were going to kind of like, hey, how about we find a way a different way for you to support the program than buying a seat and not and not being there. So I wonder if they're going to be proactive on that as well, or just just trying to get people to buy season tickets. Maybe they, they just have to make it easier for you to give up your tickets if you're not going to show up and and then make it easier to sell those tickets back to the public. I don't I don't know what the disconnect is, but like that's what they got to do. I have to imagine it's the technology that there's not really a, a technology that's out platform out there. That's the way that, to do it the best way, because I think the way they should do it is I can just put it on the Georgia State market. And if that ticket sells, then that money just goes as pack dollars in my name to the university. Mm. That's what I like to see it as. Oh, I yeah. Donated, that'd be, yeah, that'd be good. I don't like a lot of work. Up. I don't know. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a mechanism in place with Ticketmaster that I could just like um, hand over my seats and put them up for, up for sale. And then that kind of monitoring of all that may be difficult for them to have to handle. I don't know. But I think that'd be a lot of make a lot of sense. And they're getting the pack dollars, they're getting more people in the seats. And I'm getting a little something. I'm getting credit for something, getting points. Yeah. It, it reminds me of um like like back when Georgia actually they they used to um they used to hand out paper tickets to their students and what the students would do was sell sell the good ones right so like mm-hmm. all the big games would be like really full and all the less good games would be full too because those same students would go to the game instead of instead of selling their tickets but then they'd sell them anyway so like what you ended up having with the scanning and making sure that only students could use it and making sure that like you're locking down tickets, they started having like empty seats. And it was like, well, what's more important to you? Like se- making sure there's no secondary market for your tickets, which there is, I hate to tell you, like you didn't ruin that, uh, or butts and seats, right? And I would think butts and seats is all important. Oh, no, there's somebody out there that's saying, look at all the money that we're missing out on. Like these people are making money off of us and we're not getting it. Oh, I'd no. rather, I would rather, I'd rather them not make the money than me miss out on getting it. So. I was going to say, and the thing is, is when the, the, the butts aren't in the seat, like when they're, they ruin that secondary market, they're not like increasing their own revenue. They're only decreasing the secondary revenue. So who, I mean, right. who cares? Who cares? No, I agree. I think that if, if they wanted to go to paper tickets for state kids and t- the kids were able to sell it, then that, that's awesome. That's going to be somebody that's going to go there that the kid w- would not go. But yes, I went to a few different Georgia games with somebody's paper ticket they just gave to me. So. I'm just saying we gotta we gotta make sure that it's e- as easy as possible to get these tickets to to into hands that will become butts in seats. That's the hard part is to find those butts to go in the seats. That, that too, yeah. We need we need willing butts. That's we need willing butts. <laughs> you said it. So I will say that I didn't have any problems selling my basketball tickets on like StubHub. Ooh, Wait, how much did you sell for? Tim with that secondary market? Uh Georgia Southern, which I didn't get to go to. I wasn't here. I sold for 110.50 total for two tickets. <clears throat> right. One. Oh, uh, you your sold priorities. Southern are... fans too, right? 
I don't Obviously. know who bought them. Well, I mean, uh, shame on you for not going to that game. And then shame on you for allowing uh, the trash down south to have more representation in the sports arena. Wait, no, no. How much did you sell them for? One ten fifty total. One one hundred and ten dollars and fifty cents. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it was sixty five dollars a ticket times two, so it was one thirty minus fees. I'm looking at it right now. All right, that, so, was, a, that was serious cash just for yeah, one. Yeah, that's not game. too bad. If you rip off a, a TDS fan to go to one of our games, that's fine. Yeah. You gotta you gotta gouge them a little bit though, you know. That's what I want to do with our Falcons tickets. We have extra tickets. I'm like, just you know, put them up there for like our good seats. Put them up there for an exorbitant price. And if somebody buys them, then awesome. I'll go sit in our, our cheaper seats. I don't care about that. You know, if money they don't stretch way. out. Yeah. Of course, my wife's like, no, I like it. We we paid for these seats. I like them. I'm like, yeah, but if somebody else wants to pay us three times face value, that pays for they kids can go <laughs> on the con- college. <laughs> on the contrary. Uh, Raging Cajun only got twenty nine bucks. Well, like huge drop off, but still, I mean, hey, you can resell the tickets. It's not like, even though there are plenty of seats, you can resell the tickets. So that that just goes to show you how much a job pays with a Lafayette degree versus a job with a uh, piece of paper from uh, the trash down south. Well, what do people go to um, Lafayette for? Is it is it like known for anything besides? I don't know. Mm. I've got no well, idea. Food. I want. I want to say agriculture. Is it a culinary? Is it a culinary school? Because everyone talks about all they say is about how good the tailgating is and the food is. So I maybe, mean, you know, maybe that's, that's the reason I want to go. So the, the culinary the school food. of yeah. uh, food of of eastern Louisiana, southeastern Louisiana. I don't know where they are. Isn't could, that a school? That's another school, isn't it? Southeastern Louisiana, <laughs> probably. But that but this is the, sure culinary, is. The, the culinary arm of that is what the Lafayette is. That's there the um S-E-L-A Lafayette Raging Cajuns. All right. We're beating this one to death. All right. So much so, so I want to so much so I want to know where the Raging Cajuns are. Now I've you're looking been, it up. We've lost, I don't know where they lost, are. I whenever I see the map Whenever, whenever I see a map of uh, of Louisiana and like you have like where the two schools are, I've, I'm always always I'm always like, oh, I thought Monroe was in that one. I thought Lafayette was in that uh, one. I, I always think backwards. So Monroe's like, like in the middle, right? It's like across Pontchartrain and then like a couple miles north. I don't know, man. Raging Cajuns are west of Baton Rouge. That's all you have to know. Okay, I don't know where so that is sa- either. It's just north of New Orleans. Yeah. Like I think right. it's really close, right? Isn't Baton Rouge like forty-five minutes north of New Orleans, or maybe it's a little longer? Hour maybe that's what I was thinking. Like right across the lake. Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. The lake. I mean, whatever. We spent the, way lake. too much time in Louisiana. We need to move you say, on. What did you say, David? <laughs> I mean, you said lake. I think maybe like more like retaining pond, where they've have some levees to block the river from overflowing. No, is I mean, Pontchartrain's huge, isn't it? It I've is never pretty heard big, it. yeah. I've never I've never heard that before in my life. So it's I've, a I've, giant I've, lake just north of New Orleans. It's huge. And there's a big bridge across it. I have either voluntarily or involuntarily blacked out everything I know about uh New Orleans and Louisiana altogether. So when I was in when I was in New Orleans, I had a fish that was out of Lake Pontchartrain and it tasted like shit. I mean it mostly tasted like <laughs> butter, but and you think butter tastes like shit? <laughs> so that's where like, they put all the poop. I mean, it, it tasted like buttered shit. 
<laughs> we got to figure. I mean, look at it. Mississippi probably gets a lot of dumping in across going across uh, the country, and oh, it God, all ends Mississippi up, dump. It, oh. it it ends up it, like almost the entire the entire one west side of Mississippi is just dumping right into the river, and you get it all ends up there in Louisiana. I mean, Memphis. Oh. So so maybe oh. so if, so when, when I when I uh, I crap on. Louisiana, maybe it's they can buy it honestly. They're just getting shit upon by all the other states in the all off the, <laughs> the, whole, the entire Midwest just shits on New Orleans constantly. Just, yeah, so like, maybe if Mississippi River actually ran north, uh, Louisiana and New Orleans would actually be like a paradise or something. <laughs> and then Ohio would be the one that sucks. I mean, Ohio kind of sucks already. Ohio does kind of suck already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Mississippi's just bookended by crap. Yeah. <laughs> with 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 the amazing Memphis and the coast of Mississippi in between, yeah. Anyhow, the, co- the coast of Mississippi, the coast the of, coast of Memphis. You, what do you call oh. it? It's not, it's not a coast because it's, an, it's the the bay, not the bay. The banks, banks, the banks. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, football. Let's talk about football a little bit. There was a, two different sites that put out their win loss predictions for uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, over the past week, one of them had a little bit more. One of the betting pros is kind of more of a betting site, and it's, it's just a WordPress site. I'm not sure how, how big of a deal they are, but I thought it was kind of interesting. And then another one was College Football News, which is somewhat respectable as far as you know they cover this kind of crap. And you know, six wins, seven wins that's what they're looking at. And I, I thought that was kind of interesting. The betting pros had us at seven wins on the season, uh, and the only difference was between them and College Football News is betting pros has us beating Marshall, and College Football News has us losing to them. Uh, other than that, the wins were Charlotte, Trash Down South, a uh, four-game win streak against ODU, Southern Miss, Monroe, and JMU, ending the season with a loss up in um, Huntington. Marshall. Losing streak? That was a losing winning streak? streak? Winning, winning, winning streak. streak. Oh, okay. Winning I was streak. like, what? Those teams? People are really um, down on Marshall, it feels like. I, you know, I don't know a lot of their recent history, but it must not be great. I think Marshall's very high on themselves. Oh, I agree, but everyone else. I don't know. I, I don't know where you're seeing that because I feel like a lot of people, uh, Marshall's right in there in the mix with uh, winning the East. And actually, there was another site that I didn't put down because they actually they did their projections of who win every conference, and they picked Marshall to win the Sun Belt, so I didn't pay attention to it because it wasn't what I wanted to see or hear or talk about. It's so. <laughs> a little surprising that they would say Marshall's going to win it. I don't know. It's got to be a, a bias. They were somebody that actually, a, a Conference USA supporter that thinks that you know, by by the three schools joining, that the Sun Belt gets better because these schools are better. They were already better than uh, Sun Belt is. Okay. Because I mean, if you if you I set up a search on Twitter just to, to look for any time Sun Belt and like football or baseball or basketball is, is mentioned, and there's a lot of people that you can tell are definitely like diehard SEC or Big Ten fans. And whenever they talk about the crap of football, Sun Belt's always mentioned in there. It's like there's people that don't pay attention to a G5 football or G5 sports in general. Uh, there's just that's just the assumption that Sunbelt is the worst. Like they they don't well, realize I mean, how bad how bad well, Conference USA has actually become, or even that yeah, really that, good the programs. Really what they do, of, what what really good programs do is 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 leave good conferences for worse conferences. That's I mean everybody <laughs> everybody knows that, right? I mean that's a good strategy for a football program. So yeah, that's why uh, Georgia is going to be restarting the whack here. You know, just. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I like the uh, I like the conference USA bias though. So inherently, if you come from this conference, you're just going to beat everyone. 
right? Yeah, That's I know. I, these are people living back in, I guess, the the, the late nineties or something when Conference USA had some modicum of is that a word of respect? Modicum, modicum, Modic- Oh, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, well, you you asked the modicum. You you, uh. you you literally asked to be corrected. <laughs> oh no, that's not, no! You missed my joke. You missed my oh. perverted joke there. So, oh, okay. uh, any, sorry. Anyhow, so based off that, the, based what they said, the losses they have, they have losses to both, uh, both the the big uh, P five schools, South Carolina and North Carolina, uh, not by huge amounts. The spread on that they that the betting pros gave us was uh, nine and a half point underdogs to South Carolina and twelve point underdogs to UNC, which I thought that's actually pretty respectable, considering you know, especially how we played against UNC last year. I mean, if you look backwards at some of our spreads from previous years against P5, that's very, very, very respectable, right? I think, yeah. weren't we like a 20, you know, four and a half point dog to Tennessee? Something like I that. It was, it, was up, yeah. it was up there. Yeah. It had to be a, th- a three touchdown difference for sure. For sure. Uh, then Coastal, we're just a one point underdog at Coastal or Coastal coming here. So that's really a, a that's a pick them kind of game. For the most yeah. part, that could be eight. That could be eight wins based off of their odds, and then everything else. Uh, trash down south, we're an eleven point favorite. Um, <laughs> it's got, I it's got wrote, chapter ass, doesn't it? I, I obviously wrote this down incorrectly because I I have it uh, as we're a seven hundred and five point favorite against Old Dominion. I think that was seven and a half point, but I'm going to go with seven hundred seven hundred and five point favorite uh, against Old Dominion. Nineteen point favorite and a one hundred percent chance of winning against Monroe. Yep, that sounds right. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you know that that whole any given Saturday thing. Nah, nah, not that week. Not, not really. Week. <laughs> don't even show up to the field. Just, just forfeit. You don't Maybe even they know play. something we don't. That that's yeah. gonna happen or something. Yeah, but I did like the fact that they had us that the the, the betting pro side had us beating uh, Marshall because you know unlike you, Ryan, it seems like I see a lot of stuff where Marshall is supposed to be uh, coming in and really competing this year in the conference in the East Division. So. I like seeing somebody thinking of that and putting numbers to it, saying we have a 79% chance of beating them. Eight point- I feel like I feel like everything we've seen and talked about, and you know, I don't go looking for this stuff too much, but has us um, has them like fourth in, in the East, basically, and and that's just fourth. what it seems like. Yeah, I feel like I mean, I, oh, I feel I feel like that the top four in the East, where I see everything that I see, and the thing that I would actually agree with is the top four in the East is going to be in some order: App State, Coastal. Uh, Marshall and, and Georgia State, and 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 really, it's it's app it's Appy number one, and then the the next three in some order, pretty much. That that's how right. I we're number it. two. We're number we're two. number two, <laughs> tied for second. Tied for second. Yeah, which know, is the, fine. The, I mean, I you know what, like like where where are we were just a few years ago, like to be talking about this now. I'm I'm cool with it. You know, I I think we're on an upward trajectory. And I like the respect that we're getting. Um, I, I feel like it's it's coming, and it's it's it feels good, man. Feels good. Man. I think there's I think there's a lot of uh, support for uh, or bias towards Appalachian State, which is very very justified. I think there's some, yeah. <laughs> I think there's some recency bias towards Coastal, and we're just not going to get over that until they get put back in their place, which I do think happens. If not this season, when their quarterback and their head coach is gone, which will be happening um, if they are good again this year. Yeah, they got Sam, man. How, how do they go wrong? Yeah, that's that's going to be the hard part. Their offense is going to be good with McCall throwing to Pickney. It's going to be um, Pickney. We better be on him. Like yeah, Our safeties yeah. better be penalties or batting the ball down. I don't care. Like yeah. Just don't let him catch it in our stadium. 
I know that's me. The that's hard part. Happen. Uh, I mean, unless he's like hurt for the game or something. God forbid. Not wishing well, yeah, that. No, I don't. Yeah, not not wishing that. I, I not wishing a, that at all. I no, hope he has a stellar no, career. But the same thing I always wish for, right? The injury that I always am okay with is cramps. Get cramps. Don't come back out. Just get your liquids. You're fine after the game. I don't need. I just don't need you on the field if you're really good. Get cramps. Yeah, and and for the rest of the season, <laughs> just play lights out. You know, have you know lights run, out. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, catch for over a hundred yards a game, a couple hundred yards a game, That's right. touchdowns a game. Do that. Get yourself into the. Um, into the NFL draft. And then just when you go on, was it Monday night football? Just announced that you went to Georgia state, not uh, yep. get that Coastal. Walmart money. That Walmart money. There you go. That's where he got, he got the, the Sam's all, every athlete named Sam or Samantha or anything got, uh, got Sam's or Walmart money. Well, basically. Sam's, Sam's, Sam's club. But yes, it's Walmart all the same, money. It's all the yeah, same family, yeah. but yeah, they all got, uh, the, the name image likeness. Stuff. Yeah. And I think that, I think Arby's was picking one running back from every college and giving them a little something as well. An RB oh, really? a running back. Yeah. yeah I, I think Tucker, Tucker Greg got <laughs> Tucker Greg did Arby's. it. Yeah. He got something from Arby's uh, this past season, which I think is great stuff like that. I love the NIL for, you know, just spread, even if it's not even that much money, like, you know, we'll give you a, you know, a thousand bucks on the season or something. And we're Hell just yeah. going to, yeah, great, so, great, great players and, and spread the love. It's great. And yeah. I think that's kind of what it's supposed to be about versus, you know, uh, show up to this autograph event and we'll give you a million dollars. <laughs> I think it's it's proving out to be better than the critics. I mean, it, it couldn't have been worse. Right. But it's, it's proven out to be better than the critics uh, claimed it would be. Right. We're not just like in the cesspool of people getting paid to be wherever. Not any more than we already were. Right. Right. It's, it's just, just, just legal ish now. now. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't even know. I, I I bet all the hidden stuff is still happening, and that's why we're not it's seeing on top all the, the image likeness <laughs> crap happening. You know, what I mean, it wasn't stopping. Nothing was <laughs> that, stopping anyway. They're well, all getting the bag, mon- bag man money. You know, if everything that was going under the table immediately went above the table as soon as the nil deal went through, because there's probably people that are kind of scared of. I'm not sure if I'm really allowed to do this or not. But every, right. everything became like evident, like just and you saw exactly how crazy it was all these oh, yeah. years. That that would have been hilarious. Like, all of a sudden, every starting quarterback, running back, wide receiver, you're just like, they're all showing up in their Escalades with their just big, raining money. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was always there, but now you get to see it. Yeah. Well, I had right, another thing. I, I had I yeah, had something yeah, to talk about. It. I think. Well, yeah. What, what we got? Um, well, I was reading an article about South Carolina uh, generally. Uh, well, we showed up in it because we're playing South Carolina, but. Um, mm-hmm. With the SEC growth, um, they're gonna move to a you know three out of conference games per season, and one of those is gonna be, which this quote was weird. I have never heard of this. Autonomous five. Yeah, some coach Same thing called it the autonomous five. I, I think that's the actual name within the within the NCAA is the uh, the autonomous five. They get to operate independently of uh, yeah. however. They I had to look that one up though, because it was like from back in 2015 when they basically said, "No, these schools can like kind of do whatever the hell they want, and like none of you guys can do anything about it." Um, yeah, it was one of those things where we always I, I harped on the fact that you know Power Five was a media designation and not a. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> No, I was correct. It's just because that's because Power Five was nothing. It's the Autonomous Five, right. and it's, <laughs> yeah. which is which is going to be a thing of the past as well. You're probably looking at the A two, you know, the P two. 
Maybe. But so, so we're looking at um, basically two out-of-conference games for these uh, Autonomous Five programs. Um, we're, we're like, you know, where does Georgia State fit in with that? Like, we, we like playing those games, right? We, we all go to – those are the games – those are the away games that the fans go to, right? Because that's, that's what we care about. And they help us with our budget as well, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's always a payday. So, like, you know, where, where are we going to go with that? Are we going to keep seeing these games or are they going to go away? I mean, to look at it from a positive – to put a positive spin on it, I think if you, you do that – you know, the reason why they want to do that is, is they, they want to see, they want to have that big TV matchup. They want to have that Georgia, Ohio State or that Texas, Notre Dame. They want to have that, that big marquee matchup. No, I, which is, I, which, I like it just for which, us. Which, what does it mean for us? Which is, you're still going to have that. But there's also, as of right now, you still have your Vanderbilts and your Dukes and your Kentuckys that are in these P5, A5, whatever conferences. And they still want to play somebody. And they're not going to get paid a lot of money to go on national television and play with these schools and get beat, beat up themselves. So you still have the, the bottom tier of the P5s, A5s, whatever, that I think will pay to play uh, well, G5 no, programs. The, so the SEC is requiring that one of the out-of-conference games, at least, is in the, is, a, is a P5 opponent, is, is what okay, they were saying. Okay. And so, so now you're, you're saying out of, out of uh, three games instead of four games, now you're, now you're getting down to two that are not, could potentially be not P5. And so, I mean, even with Vandy, right? Vandy might play, you know, Purdue or something. But yeah, but yeah so it, it, reduces the opportunities. it reduces the opportunities for those things for yeah. sure. That's yeah. where you got to buddy up with your uh, regional P5 opponents and try to get yourself on a, on a regular rotation with that. For us, that would be Georgia, Georgia Tech, Auburn, Tennessee. Tennessee. To get, a, get a regular thing going where they um, keep us in there. Keep it's that rivalry going. Yeah. I I'd think love if a rivalry though, with Tennessee. I think if the A5 becomes the A2, I think you'll see departure of everyone. They won't be playing the G5 anymore or wherever you call us after that. I don't know. Yeah, there, there'll be some kind of break. They'll, they'll be the A2, the FCS, and then the rest of us in between and yeah. some new, new designation, uh, which I'm fine with. You know, I don't like it, but who knows what's going to happen with that, uh, the, the power too. Maybe that comes crumbling down because people just, um, get bored with it the money gets lost because there's it's too boring i don't know well it's uh you know fly too close to the sun type of thing maybe right so right um but it's just i mean it's we're, we're climbing up the ladder right now it doesn't put us down on the ladder we're just still climbing the same old ladder right so it, it doesn't actually affect us that much as far as like structure goes and where we are in the hierarchy of things because the hierarchy is already kind of what it is, especially with like fan perspective. My worry was more about like being able to play those games and getting scheduled into those games, um, and, yeah. and like the capacity for that. Because they're they're all just playing themselves too, you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I think shit. that the, all all this kind of stuff happening kind of uh, just pushes out the 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 time the timeline gets incredibly uh, extended by this P five p2 thing whatever because at some point you know when they're making all their bukus of money playing these same 30 teams playing each other every single year 40 teams whatever it is uh over decades i'm talking about 30 40 50 years they're going to want some to to spice it up and get more blood more money into this whole thing and then that's going to be your your best of the rest have a chance to kind of come in and get played i mean they'll dump out the vanderbilts and stuff 
at some point they're just going to stop yeah. having teams that can't compete you don't want to have a punching bag in there and then when you replace somebody like that you got to find somebody else to to go so it's whoever's the best up there gets to be pulled in that's what georgia state's got to do is uh try to be there we probably won't be seeing that in our lifetimes but that's where it's going to happen you got to position yourself to be ready when when the when they call your name you got to be ready exactly don't be in the bathroom yeah i mean i think the the best we can be is boise state of the east right i mean well i don't know who's we're in the sun these days right we're in the sun belt Uh, have to be like a boise okay ucf how about that yeah that's relevant for now yeah and ucf was the boise state of the of the southeast yeah we'll (laughs) we'll we'll see i I would like to you know, in ten years, we'll we'll look back on that comment and I'll say whether or not I wanted to be the UCF or not. We're the one fourth UCF of the East. Yeah, you're gonna forget that comment tomorrow morning. I don't know how you think we're gonna talk about it in ten years from now. What? You're gonna forget that comment tomorrow I, morning. <laughs> sorry, I was exactly. I was trying to make a joke about forgetting it already. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay, so Google. That, that, that kind of leads. <laughs> that kind of leads into something I wanted to talk about tonight as well. There was a post. There was a post on a thread that was started on Panther Talk uh, maybe over a week ago. Um, every, the days are all kind of blurred to me right now. But it was um, TMAC1325 uh, started a thread where he said um, he was talking to a buddy of his who is a sports marketing analyst. And the, the conversation turned to Georgia State. And the guy made a comment that uh, how important Georgia State was to the Sun Belt and how the Sun Belt could not afford to lose Georgia State because of things like the well, the, the untapped potential of the university, the metro Atlanta area for, for conference re- recruiting. And he was saying that if Georgia State remains in the Sun Belt, that they have the opportunity to exert their influence on the conference. And that's actually, it's funny that I, he posted this because that's something that I was thinking about with all my days in the hospital waiting for this kid to come out and stuff was, you know, where we're, it's looking like Georgia State's going to be in the Sun Belt for a while now, for a long while. Mm-hmm. This is a time where we need to just start kind of owning it, embracing it, and trying to make ourselves the anchor team in the Sun Belt and try to control the- it. Like, well, no, I mean, like, I think we need to do what we can to move the headquarters of the Sun Belt to Atlanta. Atlanta's a way better city than New Orleans. Uh, better, it's, it's easier to get to from everything. It's, uh, yeah, it's just better that way. We just and need then, to copy everything the SEC is doing, right? Isn't that it? Yeah. So yeah, play, SEC... your, play your championship games in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. All, yeah but all At of Center Park Stadium stuff. right now. And like, why not? If I can talk about the, the Boise States and the UCFs, Georgia State needs to become those schools of the SBC and kind of throw their weight around and, and kind of control the conference. That's, that's the only way that I'm going to be happy to be in this conference. Is if we're the, the big fish, the big dog, we're like and, Texas. Yeah, exactly. And, and then we get to leave Texas. We get to leave uh, the big 10 to go, or big 12 to go to uh, the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> Just a small jump from here to there. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. Now we got to get some buy-in from uh, yeah we're we're stuck David. now it's you and me again Tim <laughs> now we got to get some buy-in from uh, the rest of the Georgia State program. Let Dave's me know back. when you can see me. Oh, okay, okay, we okay. can see you back. Let me know when you can see me. Yeah, no, I, I that's <laughs> now the question comes into play. When do we have the um, people in place to to make that a reality to push us in that direction? We have them right now. Who? We have our athletics director and our president. 
So when Chris Sevilla is the athletic director in 20 to 30 years. There you then... go. That'll be the, the golden age no, of Georgia no, State we, Athletics. We Chris need to fast track him. Five-year plan. Five years. Chris, Chris, Chris is already the, the athletic director, though. You just don't know it. <laughs> and we have, we, have, we, have, we have Arbuckle coming in to be the head coach of football. All right. RJ is the head coach of basketball. After Coach Hayes finishes his 20-year career. Yeah, taking us to several, right. Taking taking us to several conference championships or uh, uh, NCAA tournament championships. Yeah. Mul- multiple multiple Final Fours. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just it's Final Four or bust every single season. You know? Right. Sleep. We haven't sleep. quite made it yet, though. RJ has to get us over the hump. That's what we're stressing about at this yeah. point, right? Exactly. It's like yeah. Coach Hayes gets fired because he takes us to twelve Final Fours in a row and just can't <laughs> take us to that championship game. Well, <laughs> I hope we. Oh boy, I don't know. We can only be that spoiled. That that would be the Atlanta thing, right? You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's time for you to move <laughs> on. You didn't get us past the final. Like, four. Get started <laughs> soon. <laughs> when Georgia State took over Turner Field, they didn't know they were getting the the curse of going to championships and not winning them. That's true. Um, yeah. Do you know what? That's At a- this point, I'd take it because that curse got to get broken eventually. And, and before, we weren't making it a championship. So you know, every every little bit counts. I'll, every little <laughs> leverage <bit>. the curse. <laughs> <laughs> leverage the curse. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, that kind of just died quickly, didn't it? It I did. Guess. It did. All right. Let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, anyhow, basketball needs to. Hey, I brought something to the, the table. I'm just going to go ahead you and did. give myself a nice pat on the back for that. We did get yeah, another we non conference game scheduled, right? Got, some, we, got Waff, Wofford coming in December 10th. Oh, hooray. What's in the combo? Oh, it's a day. Are they any good at basketball? Do they matter? I don't know. Yes, they are good at basketball. They're good. Yeah. What? Who are they? What are they? Big South. Mm, I don't know. Sounds about right. SoCon. Sure. Uh they're SoCon. SoCon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're, 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 a good, they're a good basketball a basketball only school, right? They don't have football. They're a basketball only school. They've got their FCS. Oh, they have, they have football. See, I that's yeah, how little I know about them. That's so. Nah, that's how little I know about. FCS football. That's why we sh- Georgia State could have never survived in FCS because I don't know enough about those programs. You would now. We we'd still be going to games. I still go to games, but I still wouldn't know who anybody was. You'd have learned. I don't know. I don't. I haven't learned a lot yet. Well, you didn't have to. We were only in FCS for like two years. <laughs> you still ever- would have hated it, but you'd have learned like, eventually. We didn't, we, didn't learn have, that shit. we didn't have a legit real counts season until like after like five years because we were on like probation the first two years and then when we announced moving to the Sun Belt that year didn't count and then we're on probation for the first year of summer so the first four or five years of Georgia State football like none of it was actually like legit completely above the radar football it was all you know startup transition yeah, I thought we were eligible for the FCS championship for like one year or something. We didn't go, but but like we were eligible. <laughs> no, we did not go. No, but <laughs> no, we, we had no. Sh- let's let's all no. let's talk about this a little bit. Bill Curry was a bad coach. He's a great head of our program. He was a bad coach. The, I mean, the 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 term you know the game had passed him by applies very much to Bill Curry. Like I think I, I There's no arguing. He's a great man. He is a great man, and he's a very inspirational. I, I love listening to him speak. That being said, 
the game had passed him by and he did not he did not he did not know how to recruit at that level and i don't think that he was given the direction to do it either because i think he just figured if he just said magnanimous enough magnanimous magnanimous whatever uh, i can't say it i think i think he said if he figured he could say that enough magnanimous then the recruits would come if he just said that word he'd be like the recruits they understand that they can, I think say, he had, they can definitely say it out loud and they will come to the program i think he came to georgia magnanimous. state with with a with an idea that he just had to be here and everyone else would do the coaching and recruiting. Maybe that's not that's not really what happens at this level, right? Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, well, least... if you go look at his record, like he never really was a great coach anyway. Like he, mm-hmm. he coached at some great programs, but he wasn't really great. You know, and it's like, all right, well, we, maybe we shouldn't have done so that. It was uh, it was like tech, Bama, and I think Kentucky were the programs that he coached at. I think his best record was Kentucky, I think. I, 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 I'm I'm totally making that up, though. <laughs> best record for him? or Actually, maybe that first season when we were, what, like seven and uh, and five in our first season? Or six and five in our That might first be his season. best record, yeah. yeah. His best record ever, At Bama, yeah. he got a brick through his window because he was such a bad coach. <laughs> they, don't, they don't F around. Yeah, like he lost a couple games. He might, you know what? I think he was actually winning some games, and then like lost to Tennessee or something, and they like threw a brick through his window. What? Know what that's like after you know it happening once before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I, I Curry was was great. Maybe uh, Dan Reeves, who was part of the committee to figure out whether or not it was football would work. Cool. Maybe could have been cool to have him come in here uh, with his connections to get some. Uh, some NFL talent to come hang out with the guys and, and everything. That would have been kind of cool. Maybe some cash to flow into the program. That'd be nice too. Or just some like young up and comer. I feel, I, I always um, felt like South Alabama with a, what was his name? Like Joey Jones or something. I thought he was like a, a like a good flashy young coach with like a lot of fire. And uh, that would have been good. Yeah. Should we get like De- Go Tim. I was just saying, should we get Deanne Sanders to come here? Yes. <laughs> Yes, if if Coach Elliott if Coach Elliott gets uh, another job of you know from a, a larger program, and Deion Sanders somehow wants to move from the HBCU up to an FBS program, I would not be opposed to that. I'd, it could be it could backfire so horribly, but I think <laughs> I think the, the 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 gamble you have on the benefits you could get out of it. Obviously, you're gonna you're gonna get the ESPN uh, uh, attention big time with that. Yeah. I mean, the city of Atlanta would probably come out and actually go to games just to see Dion on the sidelines. Yeah, or sorry, coach, see coach, coach, coach Prime on the sidelines. Coach Prime, <laughs> right. coach Prime. Coach, but you know what? Not even, not even just Dion Sanders though. Like, like a, a a good HBCU coach that was like willing to come up might have been actually a pretty good hire for for Georgia State. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Somebody young with connections, uh, local connections, which HBCU coaches are usually well connected around the city of Atlanta. You know, that that would have been cool. We'd have yeah. to we have to start recruiting in the state. Yeah, we already got well, accused of it. You know, so like you could have just leveraged that as a selling point and just been like, sure. oh, we're already you know we already get called this man. We're HBCU plus HBCU plus, right? Like Disney plus. I don't know if exactly. we're allowed to say that. I don't know if this <laughs> yeah. group of yeah. people are allowed to say that. <laughs> and, I, and I don't I don't mean plus as in better. I mean as in in addition to. <laughs> It's like the streaming platform, right? Disney Plus isn't better than Disney. It just is. 
It's just it's Disney with with other stuff with it with some plus <laughs> with ESPN plus. But no, you just pay more for it, is what it is. It's oh, the we're same so thing. Fired. We're done. We're canceled, guys. More. We're done. Uh, somebody have to listen first. Speaking of ESPN Plus, real quick, it actually went up in price if you don't have Disney Plus. Yeah, well, I, I know I, I have three children, so I must definitely have Disney Plus for the foreseeable future. And also, come on. Marvel, Star Wars, I'm going to be owning me some Disney Plus, even though I own all those I own all the movies that I watch on Disney Plus already. And even like even when the new ones come out, I still buy them. Really? Disney, Disney loves me. Disney's got to love me. I'm Disney <laughs> They Plus. must love you. Do you watch Thor yet? Oh, we'll talk about that in Last no, we're, Call. We can't, we can't talk about that on this program. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, Last Call. Last Call for Disney Talk for Marvel, uh, Marvel and Smoked Meat Talk. Mm, smoked Meats. Uh... There was. We know how much you like the meat. Yeah, especially when I get my free meats. When you get that willing um, butt. <laughs> so I start walking in there without my shirt on to, to Kroger, and I'll be getting uh, the, the meat thrown at me. <laughs> I, you know what? Actually, uh, the other crap I got was just was was, stre- was stretching. I think we're good. We're, we're forty five minutes in. I think this is good for the week. We got what some content think? for the next part. Yeah, you bring, we could talking about it on last call. Yeah, you should edit good. out like the two lulls that there were, and this will be a good episode. <laughs> All right, I'll send you. I'll send you, I'll send you the uh, the recording tomorrow morning, no, and you no, can uh, no, edit it out for me. No, so. I Ryan is more balanced tonight. Balanced? Yeah. Than last night, last week? Well, yeah. two weeks ago, completely sober. Last week, completely drunk. You're kind of riding that <laughs> oh, wave. Yeah, last week, that was, that was good. That was good to go. I think we got a text message from Ryan Wednesday morning last week, and it, I say Wednesday morning. It was pushing noon. He's like. Rough morning. <laughs> and I feel like somebody said something in our Patreon uh, group chat, and I was like, "Ah, you guys are giving me a lot of credit for remembering, like, for assuming I'd remember anything from that night." <laughs> it was rough. Speaking of the Patreon group chat, uh, we're closing out here, so we're going to do our last call, which you can find on our Patreon page, uh, uh, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. The last call is free of charge, but if for three bucks a month, you get it, uh, early access to it, plus access to our group chat. Three dollars. That's it. Even Tim pays it. So it's like, uh, it's easy to do. <laughs> I pay 10. But Ryan, Ryan kicked it up. He could just give it to me. Keep me around. You're exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that Ryan is the Ryan is to this state of Atlanta that Georgia state is a sunbelt. We can't afford to get rid of him. He's funding the program. <laughs> $10 per month. <laughs> uh, Tam. Uh, check it out. Uh, save Atlanta.com slash it. Patreon.com slash save Atlanta. And we're gonna go over there and um, who knows what's going to happen. I know we're, we're not going to be talking about, not talking about more. I haven't seen it yet. So, thanks for listening. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.